So I've realized that I omitted a very important part out of something that I was discussing last night, mostly because I was borderline drunk, which is normally where I am when I do the podcast, just not tonight. We're getting a bit of an early start. I'm not completely sloshed like I normally am. And uh, thanks for bearing with me, you guys. I appreciate you sticking with me, even though sometimes I go off on a tangent and never bring it back. Anyway, I was talking about the whole Vinegar thing and how it's the magical cure for the common cold. I described the other methods, or the other parts, to avoiding catching the cold, but I didn't mention the main part, which is the Vinegar. Again, that's V-I-N-E-G-A-R. Any other pronunciation is vulga. So yeah, if you feel like your mouth is getting irritated or your throat is getting scratchy, you must take about one shot, one ounce of the apple cider vinegar and pour it into your mouth and gargle it for as long as you can tolerate. Now, if you're already a slim person or you're fat and happy and don't care, you could make this process way less unpleasant by first coating your mouth with honey. And honey actually has some antibiotic properties, so it won't slow down the healing part of it at all. You should then proceed to gargle said apple cider vinegar for as long as you can possibly stand and then slowly swallow. You may have to repeat the process the following morning as well as the following evening. But if you follow all of this advice, your chances of that cold setting in are next to none. So remember, the next time you're at the grocery store, don't forget to pick up a big bottle of apple cider vinegar. Ask for it by name. So last week, we had the Super Blood Wolf Moon. It was a rather interesting eclipse. I watched and took pictures and recorded it, even though it was quite cold. Uh, the alcohol kept me quite warm. I took a bench here at my apartment complex and moved it so that I could lay down on it and look up and film and enjoy the eclipse. But I noticed something interesting. Um, there's no detectable curvature on this planet, and I still believe that what we're living on is a plane, not a planet. And it's not spinning at all, but I did get footage of the moon spinning, and it's spinning rather quickly. At least that's how it appears. I mean, I'm not an expert on film, so I don't have the same analytical eye, but I'm going to upload the video to my Instagram and Twitter feed so you guys can check it out and let me know what you think but it's spinning fast so if the earth is supposedly spinning like that we would definitely feel it and if you were flying against the spin of the earth you would get to your destination much quicker than if you were flying away from it which is what Owen Benjamin seems to be stuck on at the moment Is conscious thought strong enough to create another reality or another dimension? What we create with our mind or like, let's say anime, perfect example. You create a cartoon and um, you, in, in that cartoon, you're, you're Batman or Batman Beyond. I had a dream like this when I was like 13 and uh, I was Batman Beyond and I was living what I saw on the TV screen. Does that mean that I created it in another dimension with my conscious mind or with my subconscious mind, rather, because I was dreaming. If other entities are willing to be a part of your dream, I guess, if they're bored enough to be... Well, I mean, don't you have to have other energies or entity, or, you know what I mean? Well, definitely definitely, energy play, would play a part. I don't know. I mean, other, I'm not sure. Would, would, what do you, obviously, do you call I would it be, souls? What do you call it? Souls, you consciousness, have, What do you have spirit? right now that's going... Okay, it's the same... Yes, it's, the same thing. it's a universal term. Okay. Ego, if you're a Satanist. Levian Satanist, not the evil kind that eats babies and fucks children. <laughs> but again, it's one that's not fully done with what it came here to do. So I'm going to reincarnate until I fully 
understand what I've been here for, and then I'm done. No. I think um, most of your memories are erased. I think what's left is what you experience um, when you have deja vu or in certain lucid dreams where it's obviously past time. It's not the current world that we live in now when we're conscious. And to answer your question, I think yes. I think if you do something in a dream, whether you created it or it's an occurrence that happened on its own out of your subconsciousness, it did really happen. So it's like, yes, you, in a way, in the subconscious, we can create and manifest. I hope that at some point in time, we get to the point where we can manifest things into this reality as well. But I don't know how far from that we actually are. Is there any proof that anyone's ever done well, that yet? No, of course not. Or the governments have seen it and put it into wraps. Look, any there there is some speculation that says anything that can happen will happen and anything you can think of has already been thought of and already happened. I'm not so much a believer of that because by that at all. Yeah, because there has to be some sort of creativity. But if you're talking about um, specifically about reincarnation. What about the possibility of a new idea or vis-a-vis a new soul or a, um, a first consciousness? So what if you never had a dream of a past life and your soul was just the byproduct of just pure, spontaneous imagination from another consciousness? Did you ever meet anybody that seems like nice and friendly but a little slow? Yeah. And you ever ask them if they dream and they oftentimes tell you, No oh, man, I never remember my dreams. That's how that's I a am. new soul. I never remember my dreams. Like, that's that's maybe likely a new one soul. In a but sometimes I don't even know if I'm dreaming. Some people say that you dream every night. But for me, I I don't know if I'm dreaming unless I remember it. And it only happens I not even once a year. Not even once every couple of years, just every once in a while. And usually those dreams are lucid, which means I can control them to a certain extent. But I've also read books on lucid dreaming, The Art of Lucid Dreaming. It's like a 70-year-old book. Okay, if you're lucid dreaming, it's likely your diet. But it doesn't doesn't happen very often. Um, Usually it happens when I eat an abundance of vegetables. Something is is stifling your dreaming. Something that you're ingesting. Oh, which is why I'm not dreaming. Yes. Probably red meat then. Probably pork or beef. Mm-hmm. Or both. Eat a lot of fast food. Not a lot. No. I dream like regularly. I eat the wrong shit. I eat a lot of beef and pork regularly, yeah. I dream all the time. But I was just kind of, I mean, my thought is. Booze or weed will fuck with me on that shit. Like, if what? I start smoking weed again, I'll stop dreaming. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. That's too. true also. Yeah, me too. I smoked a lot of weed in high school, and that's probably why, not, why I didn't dream. And then I, and I, you know, even in my early 20s, I, I even sold it and smoked it too. Um, but Allegedly. Well, yeah, and allegedly I'm sober now, which is why I passed my hair follicle sample. Uh, but you know, we're not we're not talking about that. But what? Well, we can talk about that. But what I'm more interested in is, so so you believe that a new soul is someone that that doesn't remember their dreams. Does it have a past? Does it have they, a has a past a memory or no, no past life? Thing is, no past life. life. First okay. human so incarnation. So I believe created. that I am. I, new souls are being created or not? Yes, they, they have to be. Because that's the only the explanation I can think of for those people. Is there a finite number of souls that are out there that are just being regenerated? Or I think most of produced? us are old souls. But there could be. You know, no, there has to be. There has to be, and the reason why I say that is the creation has to create. Right. Otherwise, Good, otherwise it has an ending. But as far as I know, creation can never end. Just like they say, the universe is always expanding. Right. Or your conscious mind is always expanding. There's always going to be a new idea. Even if, even if it's just improving on an old idea, it's still new. New-ish. I mean, millennials don't understand the ish, but yeah, it, it's new-ish. So the big meaning behind the whole concept of flat earth, the reason for the deception, the reason for the brainwashing, the reason the very first day you walk into a classroom, they show you a globe and they say, this is where you live is because they, they want you to think everything's already been explored and that we live in a vast, ever-expanding universe and that you are an insignificant speck. It all ties in with the suppressing 
of hallucinogens and drugs in general. They want to keep us as dumb as possible so we don't grow keen to what they're doing and overthrow them because we have a number of them. So you believe in the well, calcification yeah, of the pineal gland? Are you in the calcification of the pineal gland? Well, I think, um, I think we, all, we all strive to decalcify our yes, pineal gland. Yes, for sure. Those of us who know what a pineal gland is, first of all, it's, you know, the Hindus, they have a little dot on their forehead between your eyes, and it's actually slightly above your eyes, yeah. but dead center. It's a picture it's of Prince about with the, the size of a pea. I guess. I mean, maybe a little bigger depending on the person. That might be the reason why they put fluoride in the water and they That's told us that we had to use fluoride in our teeth. Well, look, I've been using non-fluoride toothpaste for over a year and I'm actively in the process of decalcifying my pineal gland. But, uh, well, pineal, pineal, tomato, tomato. How are you, yeah. how are you doing that? By switching over to non-fluoridic toothpaste. There's a toothpaste called Hello. And uh, there's a other things in your water, what you eat. Well, you're no, not I swallowing the toothpaste. Pesticides. I don't think that makes as much of a difference. No, but it is absorbed in your gums to some extent. That's which is, I mean, just like if you chew tobacco, it's absorbed in your gums. Yeah, but that's different. You're like but putting also, it your tap to water. one spot. I don't drink tap water. No, neither do I. Neither do Always. I. But also your food, GMOs. High fructose that's pretty much high fructose corn syrup is almost in everything. Thank God I'm keto. Yes, you should be lucid dreaming, my friend. Oh, I almost always am, and I have, and I was trying to pass a hair follicle test too, so which I could pass right now. So I'm probably like seven, eight months into not smoking any cannabis. Which, if it was legal here in South Carolina, which it should be, I would be. I'm not smoking it, but I'd probably be doing it. I cannot confirm or deny whether I'm in South Carolina, but. I can confirm and or deny that I've smoked cannabis on multiple occasions, and I liked it. But once yeah, I found out, it, it's it's okay, but it it doesn't allow you to lucid dream. At least for me, I mean, it has different effects on other people. They they've made it stronger and stronger over the years. I prefer tie stick, honestly, because that will give you tunnel vision. And if you're in a concert, then fuck yeah. But flat Earth, uh, I have never been a believer. But I've recently come across some information that. Uh, uh, a new friend of mine, if you want to state your name for the record, go ahead. Um, well, this is uh, True Fiction Radio, and you're listening to the Chris Carabin Podcast, so hopefully at this point they know who they're listening to. Oh, well, my name is Cliff, and I'm not going to bother giving you my last name, but uh, I'll Fair just tell enough. you, I am a airplane mechanic slash industrial mechanic slash car mechanic. I can pretty much fix whatever the fuck you got. Uh, just bring it my way. But yeah, I, uh, I never believed in Flat Earth. I always had my doubts, and I've always known that there's a grand deception, and um, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I will just say this, when uh, when they landed on the moon, I knew that they actually didn't land on the moon, not that I'm that old and I remember it like that, because obviously I wasn't born at that time, but I've seen the videos, and I know all about digital Photoshop, and I know it would actually not be very hard for a group of maybe four or five really talented people to get up on the computer and say, hey, uh, we're going to create these images in this video and turn and turn these images into a video to, uh, yeah, trick the masses. And uh, also, most modern day religions are a form of mass population control. I'm just going to get that out there because I feel like I'm going to get that fucking shit off my chest. It's uh, part of government. Catholicism is the worst out of all of them. If you want a good mainstream religion that's not watered down and fake, you would do well to study uh, ancient hermetics, uh, Kabbalathism, which, you know, you hear a lot about the Kabbal, but it's not the same thing. Um, also Confucianism, Taoism, Hinduism. Hinduism, some Buddhism to a certain extent, but Buddha was also a man, so, you know, we don't want to go too deep into that. And some people say Jesus was also a man, but Jesus was literally the son. That, I, I can almost Wait, agree what, with what that. that. He never actually existed as a person. He never I've never seen a video removed from YouTube faster than this documentary. Like, I was literally in the middle of watching it. I paused it to go get a drink from the kitchen, and it was pulled from YouTube. I had to go on Vimeo to watch it. But they go through step by step, and they show you that Jesus Christ, never, as a man, never existed. He was completely invented by the Catholic Church. 
which brings Again, me to government mind control and which they, brings they claim me. separation of church and state it's bullshit they just use brainwashing and make it subliminal yeah they, they want to create an issue where there actually isn't an issue it's actually a non it, it's not even real it's just a fictitious construct just like uh, the bank trying to own a house most people don't know this a bank can't own a house a bank is a construct created by man why the fuck are we paying a mortgage it's a death note it's 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 just a way for them to control us. Anybody who pays a mortgage is fucking retarded. What you want to do is you want to enter into a contract with the person that owns the house. And if the house is foreclosed on, well, guess what? You get to move your shit in, and nobody can tell you to leave because nobody owns it. Bank is not a person. What, is the sheriff going to come and say, hey, sir, you got to leave because the bank owns this house? You tell that sheriff to fuck off, and you go along making your dinner or doing whatever the fuck you're doing in your house. Uh, I just found that out recently. So uh, go ahead and look that up. Um, well, I mean, squatters are a thing, so that kind of makes sense. Like, But see, squatters don't understand what they have when they have it. They're just doing it because they need it at the time. But me, I, uh, There's I don't... There's an ownership, though. There's an ownership. The mothership? Ownership, ownership. clause. Oh, okay. In yeah. every bank, in every entity, every organization, every, there's no such thing. It didn't have LLCs and non-profits or anything. There's an ownership. But LLC and nonprofits, they're all constructs created by a person. So are banks. Right. But they can still get backing to get you out. Oh, no, that's where, that's where the like sheriff there comes will be in. A sheriff yeah, that's where the sheriff comes in. Because cause the person that owns the bank is not actually going to come to the property and say, hey, you got to leave because I own this place. Because that person that owns the bank doesn't own the house, he just owns the bank. Which is to me mind-boggling but keep this idea in mind the bankers control our military all of our wars that we've ever fought over time have been for bankers is that why so the you don't want to piss off the banks with yes is exactly. it why it's what infinite because yeah, they're creating, creating money out of nowhere sick, man. Yeah. well i mean i've always had this feeling like american money well money in general is monopoly money i mean Really, if you want to deal in something that's tangible, gold and silver, platinum, you know what? Ruby Jade, really bad for people. Instead of talking about the national debt, like we're in so much debt. Are you kidding me? Why would you not want to be in debt? Why would you not want to own it because it's free money? You notice how you're acting off of money that you don't have to pay back. Yeah, it's you'll never have to pay. It's not individual. China owns us. No, no, the fuck they 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 wish. They wish. That's why they're creating all those islands in South China Sea. They don't own shit. How are being poisoned? This whole brainwashing shit. So, aren't you concerned with Mother Earth, the meat, um, the animal, the plants, the water? Where can't the contamination be? If I want to purify myself and get away from the government conspiracy that they are screwing my head. Good luck. Go to Sweden. Or Thailand. That's actually the question I want to be answered. What sort of diet can I get on to purify myself, to get myself away and get myself my own consciousness that's not been driven by society? We'd have to learn how to hunt and then go and hunt and kill the animal ourselves. But I mean, there's unless you go into the actual wilderness to do it, like there's always a chance of that animal being somewhat contaminated. That's right. But so you don't want to hunt locally. Is there a way you right. can get away from and that, that And that's how, that's how they way? also yeah. trap us, too. Can you get away from it? Well, yeah, you can... Away from it entirely? Probably not. No, well, there's parts of the Amazon where that are not touched. Can I you create your own soil from something? Just can because there's wind can you go on some level, there's going to be contaminated. Can you hydroponically grow your stuff? And even the stuff that goes in hydroponics, can you grow that stuff? If you're going to live purely off plant matter, you can't even use rainwater in a sense. No, you can't. It's illegal. And it's illegal. It's illegal to catch... Rainwater. No, it's not. Is it? Yes, it is. When? Yes, it is. Where? How? Who said this? The powers that be. I did not know that. The that Illuminati is that controls everything. They control well, our legislation. If they're gonna... They control the puppets that claim to be our representatives. That makes sense. No, because because it is. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that makes sense. I am actually going to partake in uh, some uh, dubious affairs real quick. Uh, you guys continue the conversation. You need a glass? No, I don't. I'm okay. good. This is our community. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, but you know, Joel, if you, if you want to, uh, if you want to live completely organic, it's almost impossible okay, unless you. I want to laugh here. I'm after being purified. I'm oh, you want to purify? I want to start getting myself pulled away from the brainwash. Okay, so no high fructose corn syrup, which is almost on a lot of stuff. That's fine. No GMOs, which is in a lot of stuff. And distilled water. Distilled water? Distilled water meaning that you boil your water before you drink it. And the most obvious, do you have a cable connection? Cable Uh, TV? That's that's, that's an amazing first step. Stay away from any mainstream news. (laughs) That's your most obvious source of brainwashing. Now, let me ask you a question. You being the... uh, You being the, uh, the... the guy that that's that's running the show. Let's just put it that way. Five um, G, five G. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've heard it gives you cancer. Is that true? Do you believe that? No. I think that. I think they throw a bunch of. Started at three G. Now it's four G. What they call five G. Oh, five. You talking about wireless internet connection? Wireless internet connection. It gives you cancer. That is that is, that is the talking point. In the last two or three years. If it gives you cancer, then so does 3G and 4G LTE. It's just a stronger signal to the same thing. I don't think it has. I think that's intentionally disseminated to the masses to bring about just Just arguing and confusion. It's what they call a psyop. Yeah, or distraction, yeah. Okay. It's an absolute distraction. But it's just a better connection. Would I be correct in event. assuming that um, any sort of wavelength that is not on the human spectrum, which you can look up human spectrum wavelength, I believe it's... Uh, the ones that we can detect are human wavelengths. Again, right. those vary from person to person, like this frequencies. Is this is true. They say that there's frequencies that humans can't hear, but I hear them. This is clearly with my left ear, I can hear different frequencies than I can hear with my right ear. So exactly. I, I understand what you're saying. So and, and I mean, I, I suppose there's a chance that like certain people may have some sort of adverse reaction to the intensifying of that signal, to where it could cause complications in an already compromised system. Well, then that but brings I think up those that, who aren't compromised will have no issue with it. They, they so want 5G us to keep is not doing. will not give. The average person cancer, or no, or I mean, millions and billions of people cancer, because we got what eight, nine billion people on the planet. They don't want to overburden this healthcare system that we're all a part of. They want to uh, get us living to a certain a age, isn't it? Because of the inoculations, because of the flu shot, because of these vaccinations. When I was a kid, it was like you know six different vaccinations, but you know I have a son now, and they wanted him to get twelve before the age of three, and you know I believe that. It, to be honest, I believe that it, it's almost all crap. There are diseases that are man-made, like the HIV virus. I'll be the first one to say that it's man-made. you telling me there's no fucking cure for that? Why? Yeah, because we made it, which means that there's somebody pulling the strings behind the scenes that says, oh, Magic Johnson, perfect example. HIV for 25 years? Get the fuck out of here. That shit would have mutated into AIDS by now. Two points on this one. First of all, there is a cure. It is documented. It's called Delta 32. It's a gene mutation. It comes from those who have relatives who survived the Black Plague. Really? The people that have Delta 32 are immune or incredibly resistant to it, which is how they came about with this whole uh, pre thing that, like, there's um, a drug that you can take that if your partner has HIV or AIDS, it drops their viral load and it it makes it so you can't catch it at all. I did not know this. So and they want everybody on this prep. So everybody's going on this prep and they keep they perpetuate the system instead of just allowing the people like out. myself who are delta thirty two positive to donate our bone marrow or our plasma, which I would happily do. I to used save to donate plasma. Lives. I know well I have, I have a slightly rare blood type also um We gotta pause this, guys, one second. This is True Fiction Radio. I am your host, Chris Carabin, and we're going for part two. Okay, so uh, Chris, uh, where did we leave off? You were saying something about donating plasma. Well, uh, I have donated plasma in the past, and uh, sadly, it's not one of 
the things I care to remember too intently. You know, pride yourself on it. I definitely don't. I still have the mark in my arm because I only allowed them to stick me in one spot on one arm forever. Same. So I have that mark indefinitely, and it, it did actually save my life at one point. Um, I had, uh, basically what happened is I was severely dehydrated from drinking for multiple days and I went, I stumbled my ass onto the bus and told the bus driver to stop at the hospital and I fucking shantied off the bus and was like, I'm sick. And she, she asked me too, she was like, why are you breathing so hard? I'm like, I don't know. So she took my blood pressure. I was sitting there with her. She took my blood pressure and, uh, She's like, your blood pressure's fine. I was sitting right next to her. I'm like, I don't feel fine. I knew something was wrong. I had been sick since the night before. It was like 14 hours of being sick. I was like, this is bad. I felt like I was going to die. She said, well, why are you breathing so hard? I said, I don't know. So uh, she goes, well, why don't you sit back down? And I said, I, I said I'm said, i sick. And she goes, well, I'm going to take your blood pressure one more time standing up. So she took my blood pressure standing up. And she goes, oh, my God, give him a wheelchair. <laughs> And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, some sort of something. Trip, uh, triple cardio, whatever. I don't know. Arrhythmia. Yeah, some <laughs> something that happened when I stood up, my blood pressure hit the fucking floor. They gave me four liters of saline in less than 12 hours. And the doctor told me, he said, you can't leave until you piss three times per hour, otherwise you're going to die. And I didn't even know what he was talking about. I was just like, yeah. I met a friend from the past that I hadn't seen since high school. I mean, this was only, I was like 19, but you know, I hadn't seen him since I was like 15. So it was some years later. He's like, you don't remember me? I'm like, what's going on right now? Can I get a blanket? Because I got really cold. When they start giving you the saline, you get cold. Yeah, yeah. You get really cold. And uh, all I remember, I called, uh, I called my foster mom. I told her that I was in the hospital. She's like, yeah, I can hear the monitors. I was like, yeah, I think I'm okay, though. You know, just to let her know. And I remember that guy, he cut my pants off. They, they were cutting me off. I felt like they were cutting me up, but they were just cutting my clothes off. And um, they couldn't just undo them? I felt that same way, like, can I keep my shorts? That's what I wanted, because I had, like, cargo shorts. I had dicky cargo shorts, and they were expensive for me at the time. Was it a male or a female that cut your clothes It was a guy. It, it was it was my supposed friend from the past. He went <laughs> your to high friend school from the me. past yes. wanted to see what no, you were know, he, he was a senior at the time, <laughs> and, I, and I was a freshman, but I had gotten to a fight, and he broke he broke it up. And he remembered me from that. But I didn't really remember him. It was, it was one of many fights. I got a black belt in Taekwondo. People wanted to test me. I fucking, I whooped many a ass in high school. Let's just put it that way. Same. Um, but uh, while I was dying, literally, I, they said if you, if you didn't come in today, you probably would have died. And that's what they told me. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's funny. I, I tend to get off on tangents, and I, I try to stay on track, but I'm going to go a little bit. A little bit off on a tangent. I'm st I'm gonna interrupt real quick. Go ahead, Chris. How does this tie into the plasma donation? Okay, so with the plasma donation, if you have a rare blood type or you are um, you are not susceptible to certain things or you are susceptible to certain things, like let's take uh, the black plague, which you mentioned in the in part one. Uh, if you were susceptible to the Black Plague, back in time you died, no matter what. Nowadays, they might, you know, you might be able to survive and they could use your blood as an immunity or whatever. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know the science. But what I know is I have a slightly rare blood type. It's 1 in 12,000. I'm not going to say what blood type I have because, you know, I'm not comfortable giving that information, Chris. Oh, are you a fellow uh, RH negative? No, not that rare. Not that rare, but still rare. Uh, damn it, I'm lonely uh, again. It's about 1 in 15,000. So that's that's kind of rare. I lived in a town where I was uh, one of two people that could donate to this type of blood. Um, but it ties into plasma donation because there's strength in the blood. And when you talk about religion, and I don't like to get into religion because most of it is fake, as I've said before. But Mind control. There is strength in the blood. And the only reason why I say that is because, guess what? Your blood is blue while it's inside your veins. But when it hits the oxygen, it turns red. And that is scientifically a fact. You can't argue it. 
nobody's ever disproven it as far as I know I mean do you have any information on that that could disprove well I don't have labs to uh, okay I just want to know technology to scan even if you've heard skin. something or seen a video or something you've I don't know piqued my curiosity for a little tangent here how do we actually know that because when, when you red. look at your veins that yeah. are expanded when you're hot on a hundred degree day and you look at your veins that are expanded you can almost see my vein right there. they're it's, slightly blue but what happens matter? when you mix red with green you get blue so you're saying your blood might how be do we green? Know? How do we no? Our blood might just always be red. How yeah. do we know? What's the color of your veins? How, how do we, we get it out to look at it? How blood. we know that it's not red is because if it was red inside of our veins, it would be orange outside of our skin. If you're if you have less melanin, but if you have more melanin, let's say black added to green or blue equals what? Brown. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. So that's how we know. But we don't know because we can't get a probe into your vein but with I a do full have color spectrum camera. I have a 25% African American descent in my veins. So when I get dark, when I'm exposed to a lot of sunlight, I went to Thailand, by the way. It was a great time. So I loved fucking it. jealous. I fucking loved it. I'd never been on a plane. I'd never seen the ocean. I wanted to do both. So I went to Phuket for two weeks. So it's oxygen that causes... And again, you did not see any curvature when you looked out your plane window. To be honest, I didn't see any curvature, which, which, ex you know... It, I had it, to bring it back. <laughs> no, but flat earth theory right, is important. Right. We'll, we'll go on that just for a second. Uh, flat earth theory, to me, I am, I'm actually a believer now in flat earth theory. I never was. But when I think about it, when I look out of that plane window, I was awestruck because I had never seen clouds, you know, as far as the eye can see into the distance. And at eye level. Also, yes, and at eye level. But also, when we came into land and I looked at the horizon, because I had the window seat. I'm a lucky bastard. I know. I had the window seat. And I wasn't sitting next to a fat person or an old lady that talked a lot. I got to sleep a little bit. And I watched Riddick, the third one. Give you a little, awesome. little clue on my age there, people that, on the podcast. That's after Butcher Bay for you guys that are. Yes, it was. Right uh, but Butcher Bay was a cartoon, also. It was an anime and a video game. Yes, it was. It was. It was a video game, and I did play it. So, so we're we're on the same wavelength. Indeed, anyway, yeah. but awesome. yeah, I went to Thailand, and it, and it, the Earth is You're probably flat. Way. Flat. It is probably flat. I I will I will definitely agree with that. And I'm gonna do more research. And if I do find a flaw in that research, I will be calling you, Chris, Please and do letting that. you know, and letting Definitely. your audience know, because you know what? People need to know. Okay, now let's go back to the blue, blue, red blood thing. Okay. You can take red blood and pull the oxygen out of it and prove whether it's blue or not. That's, to me, it doesn't really matter. I don't really care. Well, we you have the technology you know, to create a vacuum. Have we done that? That's wait, a good idea. But uh, wait, have we Google done it? that? Google it. Well, I mean, I'm sure that somebody has pulled blood out to prove. I'd like to really watch it live. I would also like to watch it live because I know we have the technology cr to create a vacuum. If you put I mean, we're lied to about it so much. All you have to do is it inside vacuum, the vacuum. You just let it go. Just let it go. It will, well, no, your whole body's going to explode, but you need to be in a suit where your finger is inside the vacuum. And you just, if you let blood somebody sit. listening, do this experiment. If, if you, you have access to a list, we don't have access to this kind evaporates. of technology. I'm a what working man with a family. I what know. color does red Working man without a family. When the oxygen evaporates out of blood, what color does blood get? It would go to white. It goes to purple. Scabs. Your blood turns purple. No, your bruises turn purple. That's, and green. That's and, blood that's being... And yellow. And every blood. fucking color that's of the rainbow. Blood. That's infection. <laughs> it, is that if you, if you let blood sit and it's not contaminated and it, gets, and it loses its oxygenation, what color does the red blood turn? Do tell. let it sit in the vacuum. Think about it. We don't know because we've never seen it. I, I have not. I, I it's don't again, we're lied to about so much. I guarantee. And why not? Okay, more yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, let's put it like it this: a live person, a healthy person <laughs> that just jogged a mile, walks into a vacuum randomly and pricks their finger. What color is that drop of blood? Uh, we wouldn't know because the vacuum would literally pull their insides out. To me, no, it's an artery. It's an inside out man. It's an artery or vein. Okay, well, I'm convinced blue. that your blood is blue. The veins are blue, the arteries are green. Again, again Maybe like green. with the flat earth, before I came to it, before you came to it, we believed we were on a ball because we never looked into it and examined otherwise. But again, we need someone to do that experiment, so somebody listening, please do that experiment and live stream it. 
I got oh, another okay. question. Okay, the people who are in the, the know right now, they were talking about the Jim Carreys, the Marylands in the past, Kennedys in the past. Um, the Prince, Prince is, the Princes and the, the Robert Williams, the whole Robin kind of thing. So, so what yeah, diet are they on right now? What are they eating right now to keep themselves purified from being brainwashed from the government? I'm just kind of curious because I'd like to be that person. Oh. What's Jim Carrey eating? You know, I'm going to ask Chris, but before I ask him, I'm just going to put out my own hypothesis theory. I would say, you know what, they're going to eat whatever the fuck they want because they're millionaires. First and foremost, you know, I'd be eating whatever the fuck I wanted. But if you want a pure lifestyle, you're going to want to stay away from GMOs. You're going to want to stay away from fluoride. You're going to want to stay away from any high fructose corn syrup. That is a really big one. I am. I don't like high fructose corn syrup, which is why I don't drink soda. Sprite is the only thing I can actually. Sprite or Mountain Dew, I can kind of stomach it. Sprite, specifically because it's clear, but I can always taste the syrup because I don't drink soda. So if you were the people who are constructing this whole brainwashing theory, wouldn't you change it? If you people were coming on, why they were understanding? They're were, making money off of slightly. Were, no, if slightly. People are understanding that fluoride was contaminant. GMOs. Two percent of us are. If awake. you were the one that's using it. Nah, not two percent. Now it's like four. Why wouldn't you start poisoning people yeah. with something else? Two to four. Under five percent of the world's population. Yes, I would, yes, I would agree with that. Under seven percent, because we oh we don't oh. actually know how many people on the okay. planet. I would say uh, most of the people. If you 7%. tried to show them the video that I showed you, that you were willing to watch, the fact that either of you guys would listen to this without getting mad. I've had people that I've never met before try to hit me, and I'm a pretty. I'm not a small guy. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> so, like, it, it gets, the, it gets them I, so many. No, definitely not. <laughs> None of us are. Of, but like, scared of, like, a free thought? Yeah, exactly. The programming well, runs yeah. so deep. But to answer your question, no. At this point, I don't think Why there's anywhere that it? you can go unless you go to fucking Antarctica and find some other species that lives out there that you can feed off of. You cannot go entirely pure. It's not possible. And you could minimize it. You can minimize it. I mean, if you look in the sky, they finally admitted that chemtrails are real, even though yeah, Joe did. Rogan... Yeah. Yes, yes, they said, we're trying to reduce the effects of global warming by spraying aluminum oh, in the sky. Yeah. Why would you answer that? Why would you give people... And it's funny, because the only thing I'm allergic to... Why would you to admit to that shit? Is aluminum. Aluminum and antiperspirant. And would antiperspirant and aluminum go hand-to-hand with deodorant? Yeah. But I, I love the smell so spice allergic to that. I literally can only buy my deodorant from Lush. Well, I only buy it from Lush because it's strictly organic. Degree works for me on that subject. Oh, that's good stuff. I, I used to uh, I used to use Edge uh, gel when I was in high school, and then it it started giving me like a little grape bump underneath my yep underarm, and I was like, whoa, that's scary. What if it busts and I get like fucking whatever sepsis? Yeah, exactly. That's when I was thinking like, I'm gonna die from this shit. I'm next, by the way. That, no, no, no. That's yours. That's a but, fresh pour. I oh, no, that's it. cool. No. Oh, uh, by the way, just for the podcast, um, we are all working men here, and I have never met Chris before. This is my first time. I just want to let you guys know. He asked my permission to podcast. I agreed. Uh, you know, if you like me, that's fine. We'll podcast more. If you don't, you guys can kind of just fuck off because, you know, <laughs> we're, we're not in the business of making friends. We are truth seekers, and we want... We want agents of the light on our team. Let's just put it that way. These I'm, are facts. I'm an agent of the light. And, and, and I will always be an agent mm-hmm. of the light. And I actually met a, a, a yogi. And the first yogi I ever met, it's funny, I met him in Virginia. I was bartending at a Dulles International. And I was really liking my job. I was making some good money. But it wasn't for me because I'm a mechanic by trade. Um, but, uh, when, I, when I looked into the guy's eyes... Almost saved it. I... I, I saw something else there that, that wasn't there in other people's eyes. And it's like, you can almost see the light. Like, right now I'm checking Chris's eyes out just for the podcast. Checking his eyes out. There's there's a little light there, and there's actually a fleck of maybe orange or red in his uh, helio there. What does that mean? That just means that you have blue eyes with a fleck of orange and red. Ah, okay. I don't know if there's some kind of significance to that. If there is, I don't know. Maybe somebody on your podcast. Finding the lost slash stifled knowledge. Anybody have an idea where the Illuminati is going next? 
right, so we've got the GMOs, we've got the fructose syrup, we've got... They are, they are holding on for Okay, so I'm part of the Illuminati, and you all have found out that I'm doing this shit. What's their next step? What are they going to do now? Where, First of all, I'm going to apologize. Are we poisoned enough? <laughs> are we poisoned <laughs> enough? I'm sorry. No. In their eyes, no. We can never Why? be more poisoned. Because... Are we poisoned enough? Because still more and more people are waking up to this day. Are you sure? The, How the much the population is actually awake? Nobody's awake. No, but you can't look at it like that. You have to look at how many people are on the planet. Eight billion plus. Supposedly. We don't know. But We're not doing the census ourselves, and it's coming from mainstream sources. That is true. So, so anything. Anything so that comes from So technically, there could only be we don't know. a billion people on the planet, for all we know. Yeah. But there has to be a large amount. Here's a fact. The entire... This is what we do now. There's a billion in fucking mainstream media. With with those mainstream numbers that 8 billion people or whatever they're saying is on the planet, they would all fit in the state of Texas with a half acre apiece. So, so overpopulation yeah. is a total is fucking nonsense. But what about... what about Overpopulation in, the- in cities, because everybody wants to just stay in that small, confined area. Right. But we have... More than enough space. Oh my gosh! And people, not only that, people you, wonder why I want at least minimum five acres when I buy my house. I haven't bought my house yet, but I told the real estate agent dude the other day. I said I need a minimum of five acres. He said why? I said because that's what I want. You know, because I believe it's important. I like mashed potatoes. You know, I just want to put it out there for the podcast. Mashed potatoes. He's not nice and onion too. I wish that I could say that I like mashed potatoes and still maintain a lean. A lean I have physique, tried to gain but, weight. And I have yet to find the diet that will allow me to do that. When I talked to the doctor, he said, yeah, you got to eat 5,000 calories a day. Yep. And I just can't. I, I literally puke after 3,800 calories. I feel yep. like I want to vomit because I'm ingesting so much. But my dad weighs 225 pounds, and he's 58 years old. So hopefully when I hit age 40, I will start to gain some weight. Hopefully. Metabolism. Did you? Uh, when you probably hit 40, have Joel? a lot of testosterone. Joel is over 40, by the way. The on the podcast. Did you start gaining weight when you were 40? Or have you always been lean? Because you're pretty. No, I started gaining. A little bit? Like, if I can't gain enough, I can't get fit. I'll well, never get fat. Well, but you don't work out get... actively, right? You don't but you gain, modify your diet. How much did you gain between the age of 30 and 40? I went from like 130-something to 160. Well, that's and good. I'll never go that's... Long, I'll never go beyond 160. So that's just a normal that's testosterone drop. That's when you get older. Exactly. That's what, okay, well then that's, I guess that's what I'm same. waiting for. I don't so want the testosterone drop, but I, I want the bulkiness. If I could gain 30 pounds, that would be perfect. Put me at like 185, 4% body fat, straight striation of the muscles. I'm going to rip your head off in the gym type of guy. You know, I'm that. The metabolism's a mindset. but it really is. You can change your metabolism by changing your mindset, but it's Yeah, and changing your diet. It's hard. And yeah, you have to. Diet doesn't really mean shit if your mindset and your metabolism are the same. Well, that also brings me to the next talking point. Yeah, if you don't believe in what you're doing, it's not going to work. That's why placebo has 100% effective rate. Yeah, right? yeah, I agree with that. No, it's that's cool. I've, I've actually taken a placebo unwittingly and then found say, out it was a placebo yeah. later. And then the effects wore off. Not only that, but I actually got sick. Because I realized it was fake. And I was like, what the fuck? It was so detrimental to my psyche that I was just like, Okay, so. How the hell did you get a placebo? I got Who a, told you it was placebo after the back? Yeah, that's where they fucked up. They should have just left it as is. There's right, no need so, for you to know. Did no, you dig deep? Try to find out? I was in therapy. I was a foster kid. So I was in, I was in therapy. My parents were drug addicts. I was born at one pound. Let's not get into Damn. the basics. Yeah, and yeah, technically I'm a miracle. Let my mom tell it. There were kids that were way more than one pound that didn't survive, and I did. And also I have a subclavian. Look that up. Podcast. You know what that is? Somebody subclavian. Knows. Yeah. Basically what that means is my veins weren't mature enough to stick an IV in, but I needed a blood transfusion, so they cut my neck and stuffed tubes down me. That's what that scar is. Yeah, that's scar what those is. scars are. And they collect dirt, and my wife cleans them because she's a great woman. I love my wife. She just puts up with all my bullshit. And she knows that I know more than her. But she's not ready to be in the know. But uh, that's not where I'm going. Still on the blue pill thing? <laughs> she wants the blue pill so bad. She's like, babe, why do you keep doing that? Why do I want to build an underground bunker? Well, okay, anyway. We're, we'll save that for part three. Yeah. Call it survival. But anyway... 
basically, what I'm trying to say is, is that when you're, okay, just re-ask the question so I can get back on track. Uh, which one, how the plasma donation ties into the rare blood disorder that ties into how you escape death in the hospital. Okay, so the fact that I had a blood transfusion means that my blood type was something different when I was born than it is what I than it is now. Your blood type changed? Or yes. did technology change and they just mistyped you? That is a very interesting question because when I was born I needed a blood transfusion. So I don't know Hence the scars we just mentioned. Right. Hence the subclavian. But I was also addicted to crack and a bunch of other stuff. So what they did was they gave me the blood transfusion, but they also gave me nicotine to combat the shit because I was shaking, obviously. I was I was addicted. I wonder if they mistyped you and then that <clears throat> new blood merged with yours and changed your type. But also I had steroids. They gave me steroids. They gave me a concoction. It Amplification. was amplification. So it was yes, because I was underdeveloped. My heart was underdeveloped. My lungs were underdeveloped. All my organs were underdeveloped. So they wanted to speed it up. And they wrapped me in saran wrap because every time the doctors touched me, my skin would break and I would bleed profusely. Good God. Yes, no, this is a true story. And I was, born, I was born in 1989. So I'm telling you guys my age. I'm actually 30 years old. I'm not trying not to give too much He's information. He's a baby. But let's just say uh, I was hey, we born just met. Real in and or around the Mayo Clinic, which is actually the best. How old do you think I am? I think you're about 30. Thank you. Yeah, let's go. Just turned 38. Okay. Okay. So he's obviously a lot younger looking than he actually is. Um, I was born in and around or within 30 minute hour drive of the Mayo Clinic. I'm not giving away too much information. I've never been podcasted. I feel a little uncomfortable. That's I don't why know I asked. Who's... Yeah, no, that's fine. It's fine. I, I don't mind doing it, but I also don't want to give away too much information. Just be but, but you say, just, my friend. Yeah, but just on a personal note, yeah, my parents were all addicted to drugs, and I am actually a miracle, and my blood type is slightly rare. It's not the rarest, but it's about 1 in 15,000. You guys can look those up. Somebody on your podcast is smart enough to verify yeah, and or. Yeah, most certainly. Um, so... With uh, with the donating plasma, I used to donate plasma because I was uh, I was homeless at a point. You know, my family never really Same. never really gave a damn about themselves, so they couldn't pass on their give a damn to the people. Um, you know, to their seed. Uh, I actually met a guy who's twenty two, and uh, and I'm older than him, but he he came out of college and he started out making more money than I did, and I asked him how he did it. And he said because he went to college for this, this, and this. But, you know, that's subjective. College is not a necessity. You can obviously go to college and, and get a good job. But for me, I didn't go to college. I went to trade schools, plural. I have a uh, construction degree. And I also have an airplane mechanics technician degree. And, uh, you know, I work in, in, in a factory doing doing mechanics. I'm a, I'm a factory technician. I can do anything from electrical to hydraulic to pneumatic to whatever, you know, fabrication of whatever, metal fabrication, even even to that degree. Stone fabrication, actually. I worked at a stone fabrication shop when I was 18. He's but, a um, tradesman. I, I, I very Case much you haven't already uh, figured I, that out. I believe, uh, and even Elon Musk said it. He said, I don't give a damn about your degree. Can you produce? What do you know how to do? Yeah. Nowadays, college doesn't really matter. If you want my honest opinion, we want to get down to brass tacks. It's better to be a, dr a jack of all trades and a master of none, or a jack of all trades until you find something that you want to be a master of. Because in your 20s, basically you can just fuck off and find out about, you can just learn a bunch of shit in your 20s, which is what I did. I learned a bunch of shit in my 20s. Operations, mechanics. Uh, I had a CDL at one point. I drove for Coca-Cola. You know, I was all into that. But then they didn't, they didn't pay me enough for me to stay, uh, to you know, to stay interested. And now I work in uh, factory maintenance, doing composite. You know, working with composite materials, and and they pay me good. And, and you know, I got kids and stuff now, so I got explain gotta... to us what composite materials are. Composite materials basically means anything unnatural that's created by man. Uh, usually has to do with. Um, 
high durability plastics and or fiberglass, mostly fiberglass and polymers. So uh, if you want to make uh, the windmill turbines, this is a great example. I worked at a factory out of uh, South Dakota, molded fiberglass. Yeah, I'm uh, putting that out there, guys. I worked there for a little while. You might find me, actually, if you look deep enough. Podcast people, come on, find me. Let's see. Well, but put your social media out there. And yeah, you no, I'm not going to do that. I want to wrap work things for in okay. the next three minutes. My lady's getting ready to get off work, and i got to cook dinner. Okay, composite materials, uh, in a nutshell, your shoe is the basic example. It's a composite material. It's got rubber and plastic and, and, and laces and leather and, and you know and vinyl and, and all kinds of different materials. That is what a composite material is. Gotcha. You slap okay. it together, you can make it bulletproof, which is what uh Kevlar. Kevlar triple bi-weave Kevlar is really good. Um anything that has to do with uh resin and fiberglass mesh material together usually vacuum sealed and layered upon layer upon layer the resin you know really matters uh it's what it's what uh, thickens it and hardens it and uh having a knowledge of crystallization will help you in creating bulletproof technology that is another big thing that i'm, I'm working on just uh, so people know i am into bulletproof technology and i will create the new most modern bulletproof vest out of composite material ak-47 ain't got nothing on me <laughs> go ahead chris don't that's a good way to end it actually uh you guys thanks so much for listening uh, you guys if you want to give your social media um your first and last if you want to give the first and last or just your first names just an introduction as to who's been a part of making this magic work and uh i'm gonna get it uploaded while i uh prepare dinner for the wifey because she's not feeling well tonight so i'm gonna do all the uh, making a stir fry there, laddie. Actually, you called it. Yes. You want to do steak and veggie stir fry with Alfredo sauce over top? There you go. I will not be giving you any social media, but uh, you guys can find me. I was born in Minnesota. So. Well, that's not vague at all. There's only <laughs> 500 million near people the that Mayo were born Clinic. in Narrow Minnesota. Down. Near the Mayo Clinic. I don't think anyone's going to do that. But Rochester, anyway. St. Paul, Minneapolis area. Let's just put that. My way. brother, thank you for the conversation. Yes. Nice to meet you, Chris. Chris, fantastic. Joel, thank you so much. Appreciate it, guys. We need to do this again. You guys normally off on Thursday evenings? No, but uh, we will definitely do this again. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. We'll link up after the record button is off and uh, exchange info, and uh, I'll put a little ad for the sponsors at the end of this, and it should be right around 30 minutes. Appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for listening. This is True Fiction Radio.